If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. How effective was the last conversation you had with someone? Were you engaged and feeling connected to what they were saying, or were you multitasking and only partly there? On this episode, we're going to help you find a deeper sense of connection with others through open-hearted communication. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hello, kindred spirit. I'm Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten. Christina is out this week. So today we're going to take a deeper dive into what it means to be a good listener, taking it a step further than just opening your ears and learning to open your heart to really connect with others that you may be communicating with. I heard a story the other day that I will credit to author and teacher Tara Brock, and it hit me pretty deeply, and I wanted to share it with you to help set the stage for our topic today. There was a woman who was preparing for a family gathering and was having some difficulty because she knew her brother was going to be there, and it was a bit hard for her to be around him, much less spend several days having to talk and engage with him. He would dominate every conversation, usually talking about himself or in some way involving himself in some flattering way in the story. He would often interrupt 
and correct people with his more elevated opinion and constantly talk over people to become the center of any conversation. And the thought of how stressed she had felt after every other gathering that she had been to with him there filled her with dread as she left her home and headed out to the family home several hours drive away. And sure enough, within the first hour after arriving, her brother had managed to do exactly what he had always done. And she was already feeling the urge to retreat into a corner in a back room somewhere far away from him. But instead, since she had just returned from a conference where there was a speaker there who talked about how to become a better, more effective listener, and she had made a commitment to learn to practice listening at a deeper level. So she decided that instead of retreating, she would do the opposite and engage with him. (laughs) Who else better to practice with, right? The hardest person that you could possibly think of to try to communicate with. So she moved in closer to where he was standing, talking to a group of distant relatives. And when he saw her, he turned his attention to her and continued his loud tirade of some political opinion he seemed to hope that he could convince other people to agree with his view on, and she felt the energy of his intensity. But she centered herself and balanced her own energy as she remained present in the moment. And she just nodded as he spoke, and she heard his opinion and the pseudo-facts that were coming with it. And this went on for more than an hour. And the other family members who had been in the room noticed that his attention had shifted to his sister And they silently slipped away until eventually it was just the two of them in the room together. He would make a point. He'd look to her for confirmation and she would just silently nod and he would just continue. But after several minutes of this kind of engagement, she noticed a subtle shift in her own reaction. Since she was centered in her own energy, she was not being put off balance by his. And this allowed her to listen a little bit deeper to what he was saying. And not necessarily only with his words, but also with his body language, his use of gestures and facial expressions. Suddenly, the awareness came to her of him as a little boy, loud but desperate for attention, wanting someone, anyone, to acknowledge him, to validate him, and tell him how smart he was. This awareness and this revelation shocked her. He certainly didn't seem small and vulnerable now. But the image fit over him like a ghost from the past, inhabiting him at a core level, seeping down into the deepest parts of his identity. And this softened her feelings and opened her heart to him, not as this bullying persona that he presented himself as, but as the person he was to her, her little brother. This fundamentally changed her perspective and touched her deeply. So when he came to the end of his tirade, She just smiled at him and nodded, as if to say, yes, I heard you. He was quiet for a moment, seeming to not know where to go next. And so they just sat there in that awkward silence for a moment. And when she felt that it had been long enough, she reached out, put her hand on his shoulder, and said, hey Tom, how have you been? And the conversation shifted to something deeper and more balanced. So hearing that story reminded me of some of the people I have known and I'm sure that you have as well. In fact, I have been both people in my own version of that story, both the over-talking dominator and part-time crasher of conversations, as well as the weary listener who would really rather be anywhere else but in the room where that never-ending monologue is sucking the air out. 
Most of us know that we should become better listeners. In fact, studies have shown that while audio communication makes up a full 80% of how we gather information, we only retain between 10 and 20% of it after an hour. Why? Could it be because we're not actually listening fully? Because we were not fully engaged? Because our brains are adding internal commentary to whatever we're listening to? Or distractedly thinking of something else entirely? Like what color someone's shoes are or how the comb over doesn't improve the state of their hair at all? As we have so much competition for our ever-shrinking attention spans in our increasingly technologically distracted world, most of us spend our time just flitting from one bit of information to the other. It's really no wonder that we don't retain much. We're not hearing most of whatever it is we're listening to, whether that's the news, this podcast, advertising, or a conversation with a friend, a loved one, or a family member. Think about this. Try to recall the last conversation that you had with someone. If you can, visualize how it started. What were you doing? Were you fully engaged in that conversation? Or were you multitasking and doing several things at once? If it was by phone, were you talking to the person while you were also looking up a recipe and then making dinner? So is it any wonder we're not fully connecting with people when we're talking with them? Usually most people only hear enough of what the other person is saying to form a rebuttal, or add a story of their own that will piggyback onto the other person's. But have you ever asked yourself, what is the purpose of the conversation? When you're talking with the other person, what do you want them to think of you? It's what you're doing anyway, but you might not think of it that way. What do you want them to think of you? If you are trying to make a joke, is it because you want them to think you're funny? Witty? Clever? Why? Don't judge yourself, just see if you can get to the root of why. What are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to convince them of something or share a story you heard you thought that they'll agree with your opinion of? Does it work? How do they respond? What do you expect to be the overall outcome of the conversation? Well, the opposite perspective also works. If you turn it around, you can try to figure out why the person you're speaking with is saying what they are. How do they want you to think of them? Are they trying to convince you of something? Why do they want or need your validation? Again, not judging. Just try to get to the real root of the motivation. What do you think they hope the outcome will be? Do this with an open heart as well as open ears. Think of them as the most vulnerable version you can think of of themselves. As you reach deeper into the motivations, both yours and others, you begin to see the deeper meaning behind our need for connection. We crave connection. The need for validation is a part of this craving. The need for acceptance is also. So to deepen your ability to listen and apply it to any conversation is to give the other person that much-needed feeling of connection. I believe one of the reasons we see so much division today is because people are finding their connections with those who think and believe the way they do, and then they are digging in with them. That connection fulfills their deepest need. And it comes with no sense of conflict or the need to change themselves or their opinions. But open-hearted communication doesn't only have to be with those who think like you. You can connect with those who are different, who believe something different. You just have to open your heart 
and listen to them as a person who needs and desires connection. You don't have to try to convince them to see your side or come around to your way of thinking. In fact, I think it would be so boring if we all thought and acted the same exact way all the time anyway. Differences make us stronger because it forces us to analyze our own understanding and it gives us the opportunity to hear different viewpoints we would not come up with on our own or if we just insulated ourselves away from other concepts. Don't run from that. Embrace it. Listen to it. And if you stay grounded in your own energy, you may learn something from a perspective you never would have considered before. You might still not agree with it, but by listening and connecting with the other person, you may find yourself with a broader vision. So here are a few ways that you can practice opening your heart and becoming a deeper listener. So first, ground yourself in your own energy. Protect your energy. Bubble up. Create a sense of protection inside your own energy body. Next, be totally present in the conversation. Sit down. Look at the person if you're in the same room with them. Make eye contact if that feels right. If you're on the phone, stop doing anything else and connect with the other person's story. If you know you have a limited time before you have to get back to what you were doing, set a time limit and let the other person know how much of your complete attention you can give them at that moment. Then find out what the other person expects the outcome of the conversation to be. For instance, when my wife is wanting to tell me a problem she has, I like to ask her, do you want me to help solve it or just listen? Sometimes she just wants to talk things out and not have me tell her what she should do. I found that to be a key point and how the conversation is going to go. What does she want from me in that? What are her expectations? Once you know that, you know how involved you need to be in the actual conversation. How many times have you just simply listened? As my grandfather used to say, we have two ears and one mouth, so we can listen twice as much as we talk. We all struggle with that. Instead, we're jumping ahead, thinking of what we should say next. Or if someone shares a problem, we're busy thinking of what solution we should offer them. Sometimes you just need to listen. You can nod accordingly, say mm-hmm, where it's appropriate, but be okay if there are long moments of silence where the other person is thinking what they're going to say next or processing their feelings of something they've just shared. Finally, if you've been listening with an open heart, you will be guided to know what to offer if you were asked. The heart's energy is connected to your intuition and your sense of empathy and compassion. Tap into it and listen to the guidance that comes to you. It will not lead you wrong. I don't know what happened to the woman and her brother in the story I shared earlier, but I like to think that the connection that they shared in those moments together led to a deep healing in their lives and their relationship and created a deeper sense of understanding and inner validation between them. When you listen with your heart, wonderful things can happen. And thank you for listening today. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and it helps you deepen your ability to truly listen in all of your communications. If you'd like to help us out, you can go to wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave us a review or write a note letting others know which episode has been most impactful for you. And we would be so grateful. May you have a wonderful week ahead and many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. 
to read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com. Music